And there was, for me, this constant sense of, wow, I am so just in love with the mission of this theater and I'm so in love with the work that we do. I just wish we could maybe switch up this little thing and do this instead of this. Or I wish that we could promote the shows in this way and not the way that we've always done it for 10, 20 years. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders. We need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Casey Willis, who previously featured on episode 196 of Broken Bulbs. Now, Casey is a creator and arts advocate based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And after participating in the 2019 Spotify SoundUp Accelerator program, she formed the production company Could Be Pretty Cool, whose mission is to produce unique creative experiences to inspire community building through the arts. But she also made herself miserable trying to improve a company from the inside. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether that's leaving review, sharing the show with a friend or family member, or going and supporting me directly on Patreon. That's a huge help. It takes a lot of money, time, and energy to make this show happen. So you can go to patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Remember, Williams is W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. That's patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Or just click the first link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. Enjoy the show. Casey Willis, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Yes, I am. Fantastic. So we are going to talk about you trying to change a company from the inside, which is something I'm sure a lot of us have uh, attempted to do, but you just wound up making yourself miserable in the process. So tell us about this experience. Sure. So first off, a huge shout out to anyone in the arts nonprofit field who may be listening to this episode. Uh, Those of us who work or have worked in arts nonprofit know that our hearts and our passion and our desire to make the world a better place through our our creativity and and the creativity of others can sometimes feel a lot more personal than it would uh, were you working somewhere else. So I'll, I'll preface this story with that. I uh, previously worked as a marketing director at a nonprofit theater um, here where I live in Atlanta, Georgia. And of course, this was not my theater that I owned. I was working at someone else's establishment. And there was, for me, this constant sense of, wow, I am so just in love with the mission of this theater and I'm so in love with the work that we do. I just wish we could maybe switch up this little thing and do this instead of this. Or I wish that we could promote the shows in this way and not the way that we've always done it for 10, 20 years. And I I just remember times during staff meetings or during other meetings, you know, making suggestions and having my suggestions, you know, be heard and appreciated. But oftentimes the answer was, no, we're going to do it like this. Or no, you cannot have additional funding for this. We're putting those funds this way. And I just constantly, again, with this this sort of personal sense of I'm trying to to help, but I want to make things better. I was constantly feeling like uh, 
I am, I am just banging my head against a wall trying to do good work for an organization that that didn't want me and didn't want my ideas. And I just, you know, what am I even doing here? This is all the waste. Um, drama, drama, drama is in the theater. Um, but I think that this sentiment might be applicable to several fields. Um, people are passionate about a lot of different things and sometimes feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm not being listened to, my ideas aren't being listened to, can feel like a very personal rejection of sorts. But I think what I eventually had to learn was my role is to, or was to support this organization that is being run by other people, that is being run by a board of directors. And so I guess... Uh, with my sort of millennial idealism, I'm going to change the world attitude. I also have to have a very sort of real reckoning like, hey, if I want to make certain changes, if I want to have things happen the way that I want them to happen, I can either start something of my own so that I can be in charge and I can argue with myself instead of the board, or I can wait my turn. Just wait until I work my way up and become the top person. And then I can argue with the, the intern underneath me. And so I decided to do the former. <laughs> but I have a whole new appreciation for the ways that arts workers and nonprofit workers have to um, exist in the professional environment, I will say that. Yeah, so I, I mean, you're you're talking about your your passions and your love, and I mean, you're you're like, oh, why don't we do this? And I've been there. I'm sure a lot of the listeners have been there, where it's like, let's do it this way, and the boss is like, no, we're we're not going to do it that way, even though you're like, but this is like the best idea in the world. And so, how do you how do you shift that mindset of like being like, okay? This is my position. I'm going to I'm going to help support this thing, you know, and give my suggestions, but not I guess not take the conflict so far that it ruins your relationship. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And I I think it's just a a mindset shift that for me does not or did not come easily or quickly. And I guess in truth, in present day, still does not come easily or quickly. Um, creative people, you know, sort of as you said, like we get these ideas and we're like, oh, like this is it. This is the one. And when there is some sort of opposition, it can feel just like you are rejecting my personhood and everything is going wrong and happening to me and only me. Um, but just sort of learning how to say, okay well, then what is my role in this particular task? Okay, I will do that task well. And then, I don't know, go meet a friend at the bar and complain about it later. I think that <laughs> that was that was something that I definitely learned to stop doing, to stop complaining to my superiors about how my superiors did not listen to me. That does not create a cohesive working environment. And so, yeah, just learning how to say, okay. And yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. 
Yeah. Is there, I mean, is there a, a small thing, maybe some sort of affirmation or some small practice that you, you kind of put into play in your own life when you're faced with these situations? I would say just remembering that when a project, an organization, a business, a company does not belong to me, my role is to support that company. It isn't to do the Casey show. But I will also say this mind sh- mindset shift, ooh, I'm sorry, Mr. Editor, uh, was largely responsible for my desire to pursue my own thing, to, you know, go to work, be able to make a living in order for me to focus on my own passions where no one could tell me no, where no one could say, I don't think we're going to do it this way. So it almost is a liberating thing as well. I don't, I I used to be of the mindset of like, everyone quit your nine to five and just go do your art. No, use your nine to five to furnish your art, to support your art and just sort of leave the two separate And I think that you can have a pretty cohesive existence. (laughs) And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear you brag a little bit. You've got some really cool projects on the go right now. So why don't you tell us about those and where we can go to support you and your work? Yes. So uh, season two of You Heard Me Right is out now. Um, Podcasts, lots of artists and new work and great conversations. Uh, Some starving artists, some not starving. Um, But it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And you can check it out on Spotify. Fantastic. And I'm going to have links to that and everything else you're up to down in the show notes. And with that, I just got to say thank you once again for joining me. Oh, thank you, Alex. And thank you for listening. Be smart about the changes you can make and be supportive where you can too. Special thank you to Casey for joining me once again and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which I've linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episode 196 of Broken Bulbs as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gefsison, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.